Hi, I'm Pastor Mark, and this is Short Stories. Uh, and so Short Stories is a quick chat about how modern events impact our faith from the team that brings you our story, the podcast. And so today I have a featured guest, the Reverend Jefferson Beaker. Hello. And so we are going to be having this chat together. So, ready? Sure. Okay. The holiday season is not necessarily easy on people, is it? It is not. And I think we usually forget that as, as most of us go into the holiday season, we wonder, why aren't people being joyful? Why aren't they, why aren't they singing carols and, and being upbeat? But it can be very painful for a lot of people. Maybe they've lost a loved one. I lost two loved ones during the holiday season. Mm. So it was a very long time before I could enjoy that again. And uh, it can be difficult. We're, we're away from our families, maybe. Many, many of us have moved away from our hometowns. Our family is very far away. And, um, and we miss them. And it's sad. We remember how it used to be. Ah, yes. Yeah, and uh, having recently lost my mother, it uh, is, is difficult because you start uh, dealing with the absence because yes. suddenly that uh, chair at the table is not filled. It's not filled. And yeah. we are susceptible. I, I, I believe there's a, a statistic that says that in the months of November and December, there are a lot of deaths that occur uh, just during the holiday season of like Thanksgiving, of course we've got, and then following up with the Christmas holidays. It's interesting because I do so many funerals and memorial services for Forest Lawn. And late November, December, and the beginning of January, I will sometimes do four or five a week. Oof. When I usually do maybe that many in a month. And it is a very sad time. And I think it's important in doing the funeral service to address the fact that it is the holidays, and I know that this is a sad time, and, and to help people move through that added layer of grief. Mm. Sometimes I think what can be helpful is remembering a tradition that you had mm -hmm. with your loved one, and at least carrying that forward so you feel you have a part of them with you. My grandmother had a signature dish that she always made at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Other people did the rest of the meal. And we have always kept that going because we felt her there mm -hmm. in, in, in having that dish. Now, granted, I don't make it the way she did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's okay, but it reminds me of her. And the interesting thing, Mark, is people often think that there is an expiration on grief. Mm. Yes. And I will go through this for so many months or maybe a year and then I'll get over it. And I think the worst thing that we also hear from people is, it's, it's been four months. Get over it. Grief doesn't have a timeline. Right, because it's not linear. It is not linear, and it doesn't have a timeline. And, and we have to be gentle with people as, as they are going through this, uh, going with this time. And sometimes just sit and listen to people tell their stories mm -hmm. of their loved one. Yeah. I th grief is such a... It's an odd thing to deal with, and, and, 
and again, focusing on the holiday season, it just, it's, it's like a, a, a rolling stone that just keeps gathering moss and it just builds and builds and builds. For example, there's a part of me, um, I didn't want to be with my family uh, this Christmas. I basically just was like, maybe I'll just go to the beach and just mm -hmm. be by myself. But I also got outside of myself to say, no, let's, let's go. But this is the first uh, Christmas that I will have spent without my mother and my dad. So suddenly I feel like an orphan. Of um, course. But I would say to you, Mark, honor how you feel. Mm -hmm. So that if you feel you do need to go to the beach and be just alone with the memories of your mom, then do that. Mm -hmm. I think the worst thing we can do or expect people to do is to put themselves in a, in a situation where they, they don't really want to be. And, and I think one of the greatest gifts we can give somebody is, what do you need right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you what they need, and that, okay. You need to be alone? I'll honor that. You need to sit down and tell me about your loved one? Yes. Um, I had an amazing experience. I was thinking about this the other day. I wanted to share this with you. I did a service some months ago for a young man in his 40s who was a victim of a drive-by shooting. Mm. And he was not the target. Mm. He happened to be in his front yard. And when I got to the service, I met his five-year-old son, whom I had not met. And his son was introduced to me. They said, this is the pastor for the service. He grabbed me around the legs and would not let go. And he had the bulletin for the service in his hands. And he said, can I show you the pictures of my father? And I said, yes. And we, we sat in the front pew, and I just let him talk. He told me about each and every picture. And that's what he needed in that moment. And he needed somebody to be with him in that moment. And that's what we can give to to a loved one. The interesting thing is I got up behind the lectern and I was doing the service and he instinctively just walked over and grabbed my legs and didn't want to leave. He wanted to be right there. I had never met him. And his family started to come forward to get him. And I went, this is what he needs. Mm -hmm. And he's fine. Yeah. So discovering, you know, when we're in the throes of grief, we don't know what we need. Right. So Sometimes we just need to be gentle with ourselves and sit with our emotions and see where they go. Well, that's, that's also something that I have discovered in, in dealing with grief. And, and we're sharing this with our uh, listening audience because this is something all of us go through at some point or time, uh, is the gift of presence. And that's uh, also tying into our Advent uh, series here at Harmony. But the gift of presence doesn't mean that you have to do anything for me other than just being there. Sometimes just you being there and not even saying a word, trying to tell me to get over it or comfort me. Just presence alone is like a, a, a sort of giving me a salve onto the wound that exists. Uh, and, and that presence heals. Absolutely. We need, we need to give ourselves the gift of letting our emotion be what our emotion is. 
There's going to be anger. That's okay. Yep. If you're going to cry, that's very important because tears are grief in motion. Mm -hmm. and, um, and we need that. We need to allow ourselves to feel what we feel. If we keep it bottled up, it's going to fester and it's going to grow. And 30 years after my mother died, our mother, my brother had not cried. Mm. And one day my sister-in-law called me and said, your brother went to your mom's grave today, 30 years later, and wept. Wow. Wept. And I thought I'd been praying for that for 30 years, mm. that he would honor how he felt. And Mark, from that day, he has been a different person. Wow. Just releasing those emotions. He released those emotions. Wow. And, and I, I was sorry that I was 3,000 miles away and I couldn't just hug mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. But uh, we, ha we, have to, we have to honor mm -hmm. what we feel. Right. Well, and it's learning how to cope with change because it's one of those things of recognizing what the loss is, mm -hmm. but then learning how to adapt to what is missing. That's such an important uh, follow-through in the process of grief. Yeah. Uh, so again, bringing up this topic because it is relevant as we head into this holiday season. Also, uh, uh, this past Sunday, uh, I spoke about Matthew Perry. Yes. Uh, and, and that actually, even though they may not have personally known Matthew, his death still impacted people. Uh, and I love the aspect as well of what Matthew was sharing about his life, that it wasn't, yeah, he made gobs of money about, right, about friends. Sure. And, but it was truly about his life meant more to him than just friends. It was about helping others. He came to that realization. Absolutely. And I think for us in our own lives, uh, when we're dealing with grief, is to understand that uh, there is more to the story for that person as we're able to grieve. I think when we're able to unpack those layers, mm -hmm. it helps. Right. That's why we need to listen, really listen to people and, and let, them, let them speak if that's what they need to do. Tell their stories. Mm -hmm. The greatest gift we can get to give to somebody who is experiencing a loss is Tell me about that. Yes. Tell me about that. And because that's going to help the person who's grieving. Well, and also at the same time, I love hearing, in fact, I just heard another story about my mother out of the blue like two, three days ago. Yeah. And, and it was one I'd never heard before. Right. And I think when people share those stories, it helps again with the healing and you're able to let go. Absolutely. In, in, a, in a funeral service, I always encourage the people there to reach out to the family mm -hmm. in the weeks to come because people, people may be very attentive in the moment that the grief yes. has happened, and then that goes away. You need to be a constant presence. But to continue to reach out to the family and tell your stories because I can guarantee you that if there are 50 people at a service, those 50 people had 50 different relationships right. with that loved one. Right. And you, as the son, don't know those stories. Right. And you need to hear them. Yes. So this is important. 
And uh, I appreciate everyone listening to uh, our, the short story uh, sharing with Rev. Jefferson Beaker. Uh, we are continuing this with a Blue Christmas worship experience here at Harmony on December 21st that will air online. And our hope is also to be here at the campus for those that might want to experience uh, love uh, and, and the presence, the gift of presence. Uh, and that'll be at 7 p.m. on December 21st. Uh, so I want to close this by thanking you. Uh, for sharing about uh, grief and how we can cope with it and make that adaptation, uh, but also um, just giving thanks to everyone uh, being a part of uh, the listening audience. And so I want to, to conclude this with uh, thanking um, our team, the production team here at Harmony, as we continue to add to the podcasts, as well as to be sure to tune in later this month uh, on the fourth Wednesday uh, for the Our Story, the podcast that's going to feature Jace Lucas. It's, an, it's going to be, it's a fun conversation I have with Jace, and we look forward to that. And that's a full episode of Our Story, the podcast. In the meantime, everyone enjoy the week, and we will catch you later. Peace. Peace.